Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Indeed, 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 it is Turkey Day. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. And that means one thing, NFL football. And this year, we got some World Cup, too. So we're really into that. But let's get into the early game to start us off. It's the Bills at Detroit. Of course, the Lions on Turkey Day. Line right now, Bills laying nine and a half, truly as the road team, despite being the home team in Detroit last week. 54 and a half is your total. And joining us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line is Sal Capaccio. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Sal's also the host of the Odyssey original podcast. It's always game day in Buffalo, covering all things Buffalo Bills. You can follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Sal, happy Thanksgiving. Good morning. What's going on, my man? Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving from Detroit, where we've yes. uh, now been for twice, what, in four days here for the Buffalo Bills. Well, you've got that off your bucket list, right? Now you don't, you're all good there. So maybe in four <laughs> years you can come back, right? In eight years you can come back. Well, you know what's funny is, guys, this is the second time that it's, in eight years a game was moved to Detroit, and these two teams played pretty much annually on thanks, on, uh, in preseason because Bill's founder, Ralph Wilson, who passed away years ago, was from Detroit, so they used to do that. So I did, did the math. Even though it's a non-conference game, we've been here in Detroit counting preseason eight times in the last nine years, which is crazy. Oof. Well, my condolences. No, no, we love Detroit. We love Detroit. We love all the good people. <laughs> so so let, let, let's get started in this thing here. First of all, the Bills tied with the Dolphins. I'm in Miami. Uh, shocked right there. Seven and three atop the heap in the AFC East. But Buffalo, five, four, and one. The important number against the number, laying nine and a half today. Are they going to cover that? How is Josh Allen's elbow? What's going on today? Am I, is nine and a half realistic? It's always realistic with the Bills, right? You go back to last year and really um, over about a year and a half period, the Bills basically either won in blowouts or lost close games. The only time they were actually blown out in a game was against the Indianapolis Colts last year at home. Otherwise, every game was a one-score game that they lost, and every game they won was by double digits. They had a streak going, as you guys know, of winning games by double digits. That hasn't been the case as much lately. Last week was a one-score game they won. Uh, they won in Baltimore by a one-score game. They lost in Miami, another close game. So, you know, they, they when they lose, it's still close. They've lost three games by a total of eight points. When they win, it can go either way. It doesn't have to be a blowout. Um, I would say this, though, today, 
you know, with the offense still the second highest scoring offense in the league, over 28 points. You're playing against the Detroit defense today. That's one of the you know worst defenses in the league as far as points allowed, yards allowed. There will be opportunity for the Bills to score a lot of points. The question is, with a banged up Bills defense, will the Lions be able to kind of score with them enough to kind of cover that number? At the beginning of the year, the Bills were kind of everybody's darling, right? They, they were the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl, Josh Allen to win the MVP. Josh Allen has been good, but maybe not quite as good as expected. Certainly had you know the injury things to deal with and stuff like that. Patrick Mahomes right now is the odds-on favorite to win the MVP. Would it be worth sprinkling a couple of bucks on Josh Allen to win the MVP now that you can get long odds on him? Yeah, maybe, right? I mean, I think a couple of things would have to happen in this scenario. I think, number one, Josh actually, you know, he's got to get healthy, obviously. He's still dealing with the elbow. He's still on the injury report. I would note, though, he didn't have a sleeve or brace on in the one day that we watched him uh, this week, and that's been different. He has been wearing an elbow sleeve or brace um, the last couple of weeks. Um, that he, They'd have to obviously, you know, trust enough that, you know, they're not putting him in harm's way to kind of go back to letting Josh kind of be Josh and do what he needs to do. He has not taken care of the ball very well. Uh, that's been part of the issue. Last week he did. He got back to, you know, taking care of the ball better, but he threw six interceptions over the previous three games. But the other thing has to happen is, you know, Patrick Mahomes would have to slow down. And I just don't know if that's going to happen, especially with the weapons he has and Travis Kelsey. So, yes, I think that could be possible because at the end of the day, if the Bills do, you know, let's say run the table or lose one game and wind up with the number one seed and they do pass Kansas City, who they beat, then I think voters would probably look at that and go, okay, well, guess what? That's Josh Allen. Josh Allen got them the number one seed. And that would be worth a lot in the voting category. But I, I don't know if the Bills are going to have that type of kind of offense going forward, knowing they want to lean on the run game. They want to take a little off Josh, you know, and getting in Buffalo. And obviously December and January games is going to be a little more difficult to throw. Talking to Sal Capaccio, who uh, is the Bills sideline reporter, also host Always Game Day in Buffalo, the podcast you can get here on Odyssey. You wrote something for Odyssey, which I appreciate, which I, which I, I, I appreciated, and I, and I learned a little bit um, dealing with the three keys to this game, and one of them is red zone offense. And I was kind of shocked to, to to read that that the Bills actually struggle scoring touchdowns in the red zone. It, it seems like their touchdowns are coming outside of the red zone. And you listed that as a key to one of the games, to, to one of the keys to the game today. You know, I'm not the most creative guy in the world, but had to go with red zone Thursday <laughs> instead of black Friday for a key to the game. Right. I mean, that's what this has got to be today. Look at guys. Think about this. I'll give you a great stat. This is pretty unbelievable. Actually. I wrote about this as well. And I appreciate you bringing that up. The Bills lead the NFL in percentage of drives that end in a score, 48%, which is really a monster number to 48%. Almost half their drives end in a score. What's amazing is they also lead the NFL in percentage of drives ending in a turnover. I mean, like, think about that. If you think about a team, if I said one team in a league leads the league in percentage of their drives ending in a turnover, you think that team is horrible, they give the ball away. Not the Bills. The Bills either literally score or turn the ball over. And then when they get in the red zone, a lot of those scores – are field goals. They are really their own worst enemy through the first half of the season here when it comes to offense. And what's crazy is even with those red zone struggles, 23rd in the league, they are still second in the league in scoring points. So look, they have a very good kicker in Tyler Bass. So, you know, they can rely on him. They know they get in that situation. They can kick a 56 yarder or 49 yarder like they did last week, but that doesn't change the fact they've been struggling in the red zone. That goes back to maybe not running the ball as well. They've wanted to, they haven't gone to the design. Josh Allen runs as much as we've seen over the last couple of years. So yes, it has has been an issue it's something they're working on it's something they need to fix but I'll tell you you look at those numbers I just gave you if they were able to clean that up and actually just get into the top half of the league in the red zone they'd probably be scoring 33 34 points a game 
Sal, I have a question about home field advantage for the Bills, which is kind of weird because I don't even know where the hell their home field is at this point. Um, I'm sitting right now in Kansas City. I'm exactly like 16 and a half minutes away from Arrowhead Stadium. And Arrowhead hosted last year's AFC Championship game and the one before that and the one before that and the one before that. How important is it for this Buffalo team to get home field advantage just in case they're under the Chiefs or, for that matter, anybody else that that game ends up being played in Buffalo? It's extremely important because of the history you just said. And to add to that history, obviously the Bills going on the road to Kansas City the last two years and losing. Like I think a lot of the rest of the country is hoping for a team, whether it's the Bills or someone, to see if they can get – the number one seed to force Patrick Mahomes to finally play a road playoff game. He's never played a road playoff game in his career. What does that look like? I'm not saying he wouldn't still be great, but you know, who knows what it looks like when they have to get outdoors in a different kind of condition, um, you know, for the Kansas city chiefs and the bills, we know they can handle those conditions, even though they do have a high powered, high octane offense that throws the ball. Look what they did against the um, New England Patriots in that playoff game in sub zero temperatures last year, basically just boat racing them out of the field. Right. I mean, like the people want to see that, but more importantly, then having the actual home field advantage for the Bills is that one team gets that bye, right? One team is home while everybody else is playing, and you only have to win two games to get to the Super Bowl. So I think that's even just as important as getting the home field advantage for the Buffalo Bills, and we all know Bills Mafia shows up. I think that's the big thing, too. They want to play in front of their home fans to get that energy and to have other teams. You guys know this. I mean, I, I go back to the Super Bowl years of the 90s. I grew up you know, in Buffalo watching this team. When the playoffs came around, Teams would come to Buffalo, and if they had to come to Buffalo, they almost would be mentally defeated walking off the plane going, oh, my God, it's so cold or it's snowing. Let's get me out of here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, 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 was, it was that 12th man. Absolutely. And, and, unless they moved the game like they did uh, last week, which kind of defeats <laughs> the whole purpose of having that, that, that home field advantage. So get, let's get back to the running a little bit in this game. I mean, I love Devin Singletary. I, I've used him a lot in some props. You know, you mentioned that it seems like Josh Allen isn't running as much. I don't know if that's more, let's protect this guy. We want him to be here for a long time. So enough of the running, Josh. Is Devin Singletary a guy, you know, to be focusing in on in terms of props, in terms of yards in this game? Because the Lions, you know, they, they're not – I don't think they're that good against the run. They're not that good against the run. Yeah, I think Devin's had a really solid year, guys. Devin actually is, I think, um, a very productive, efficient player for the team. Uh, generally, you go back the last, you know, maybe five, six games, I think he's averaging about five yards, maybe more a carry. He's very, very productive. But I'll tell you, the guy you need to start watching out for here in this offense is James Cook. They're starting to get him more involved now. He had a great game last week. Him and Devin both ran for 86 yards, and he did it in, I think, half the carries, like seven or eight carries. Devin was maybe, what, 13 carries, I think, if I remember correctly. But either way, James Cook now getting more involved in this offense. He also could be a threat out of the backfield. They have Naeem Hines as well that they can use. They actually line him up at wide receiver in the slot. So the Bills are trying to use all those weapons. You think about the way Kansas City runs their offense and all those weapons they have. A guy goes in, there's another guy. You just turn to him. I think the Bills are kind of replicating that a little bit with what they have. So, yes, I do think Devin Singletary, especially near the goal line, he's more of the back there. He's going to get a couple of touchdowns. Now, he didn't have a rushing touchdown until a couple of weeks ago, um, but they would like to, you know, give him the ball, I think, more in those situations, especially without having Josh Allen run. But I think if you're looking at props, I would definitely look at James Cook because I don't think that, you know, they're probably going to give him yet the money lines and the props the recognition of what the Bills are trying to do, and I think they're trying to get him more involved. You saw that last week. Yeah, Sal, I'm looking three at the to total. One, three to one to score a touchdown in, in this game today. Three to one plus 300, James Cook scored TD, a TD, and Singletary's rush yards, 58 and a half machine. 
I love that too. What's I've been a, playing that single Cook's target over. Do you, do you have James Cook's rush yards? I, I don't think it's listed yet, so we'll we'll that, we'll, we'll get we'll get to the folks yeah, over at BetMGM. He, he wasn't on there on sure. the rush yard. Yeah, yeah. I love playing like you take a couple of the running backs, like we take one from each side, play the overs, hike up the prop a little bit, same game parlay. That's been one of my favorite bets to make. Hey, Sal, uh, I'm looking at the offenses here, and the numbers tell me that Buffalo's got the second highest scoring offense, at least according to points per game, and Detroit's at number eight. And then I look at the number for the total at 54 and a half for today's game. Everything tells me rush to the window and bet the overs. Is there any way that this game is played at a slow pace? I don't know about slow pace. Um, I think that it could be a little shorter because I think the Bills found a little bit of that running success last week against the Browns. They'd like to stick stick with that and maybe keep a little bit off Josh Allen. As we said, it is a short week. So I love I love that too. I think that you know, over 50 sounds right, over 54, something like that sounds right because both these offenses can score. But the guys, the Bills also have a very good defense. I mean, they have the player of the week, AFC player of the week, and Matt Milano, he's been a beast, obviously. Um, Don Miller, they are a little bit banged up in the secondary. There are going to be opportunities for Detroit, but it's not like the Bills have a bad defense. We know they don't. They're very good. So I, I like that, but I would say that I think the Bills could can try to control the clock a little bit with the run game like they did last week against the Cleveland Browns. Now, that said, they still scored 31 points against the Cleveland Browns, right? So it's kind of crazy right. to think about that, but it's, a, it's an interesting one. I, I, I would uh, think maybe by the end of the game, maybe there's a backdoor over there cover with one of the teams getting a garbage time touchdown or something like that. It wouldn't surprise me. Sal, so I've always wondered about a team like the Bills. You know, this, this has been the, this is Josh Allen's year. This is the window. He's got to be the MVP. He's got to be doing this. He's got to be doing that. Like, there's some sort of, like, all of a sudden he's not a good player. But something just doesn't feel right with the Bills this year. Is it me? I mean, it's three losses. They lost in Miami. You know, you lose on, on a kind of a freak catch against Minnesota. Is there something just not right, or is this actually maybe a good thing that there's actually a little doubt on the Bills? Yeah, I think a lot of people feel the same way. Think something's a bit off, but I think that comes with the expectations. I don't think people realize, guys, the Bills were seven and six at one point last year. Seven and six after thirteen games—pretty crazy to think about, right? I mean, here they are at seven and three, and like, oh my God, what's wrong with the Bills? They've lost three games by a total of eight points. And by the way, those teams they lost to combined record of 21 and seven. I mean, you know, so they're still playing at a very high level. They're still one of the best teams in the NFL. They still have one of the best Super Bowl odds, if not the best, to be quite honest with you. But yeah, I think in those critical moments, that's what's really kind of made people kind of perk up a little bit. And I do think part of it is, look, they are, they do have a first time offensive coordinator. Ken Dorsey's done a great job. They're 28 points in the league, 28 points a game, second in the league, but they don't have Brian Dable and Brian Dable's doing a really good job in New York. And I do think that transition you know it's kind of you'll work through that at times there's a lot of things that go on with that and by the way the other part of this is if you go back the last three years the bills have been the best team in the league as far as injuries like they've they do a great job with their training facility they built their medical staff they're great about getting guys back recovering they've had the injury bug this year a little bit more and i think that has hurt as well and micah hides out for the year at safety that's really hurt them uh, jordan poyer his running mate uh, he's been out several games. That's hurt them. Tredavious White's still not back in the ACL tear. We don't know. He could play today. It's still every day. It's up in the air every week, guys. We don't know what that situation is. He's practicing. Um, they've had the injury bug on defense for sure. Tremaine Edmonds is out. That's been part of it. But, yes, something seems off. 
but I have to remind everybody to look at the big picture. Seven and six last year, and they, you know, they're actually still they're on better pace for that. They were seven and I think at this point last year they might have been even six and four after ten games. So it is kind of interesting to look at it that way, but it doesn't feel like they're necessarily running on all cylinders like they should be. And I think that's what the issue is because of the expectations. Yeah, it's always fun. And again, the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving is always an interesting uh, thing to play. Lions three and ten against the number the last 13 Thanksgiving. So they could be just what the doctor orders. That was Sal Capaccio on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Sal's also the host of the Odyssey original podcast, It's Always Game Day in Buffalo with Matt Bove, covering all things Buffalo Bills. You can follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. So thanks to Sal for hanging out with us on this Thanksgiving as he gets ready for the Bills and the Lions. Coming up, we're going to break down Bills, Lions, and Cowboys, Giants next on BetQL Daily.